0: On today's episode of Survival Dispatch News, we're talking mindset.
1: Hey guys, today's video is brought to you by JK
2: Survival Bushcraft. These guys sent us all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, for instance, this is the JK Survival Bushcraft Leviathan fire starter. As you can see it's a jute rope, uh, style, uh, fire starter, and it's got an attached feral rod as well. Um, this is a really cool item by JKSB. This is a fire diaper. Yes. You can put your jokes in the comment below, but let me explain this. This is really cool. It's, um, They're they're a uh, fire starter diaper that actually has a pocket that you can stuff with Tinder. First time I've seen something like this. And by the way, the boys at JKSB sent us a piece of genuine Ohio Flint. As always, we'll have a link below so you can check them out. J.K. Survival Bushcraft.
0: And we're back and we're joined by Dan and Steve from Anything Outdoors with Steve once again. Thank you for having us. us.
2: Thanks for having us back.
0: So, uh, Dan, you put together uh, basically a 12-step program for mindset. Do you want to get us started uh, on this topic?
2: Certainly. So, so we're, just to preface our conversation, we're, we're talking about a survival mindset, but we're not alluding to or suggesting that everybody should aspire to become some steely-eyed warrior, you know, crawling through the jungle, ready to eat his own guts and ask for seconds. So well, this twelve
0: step program won't turn us into Rambo. Is that what you're saying? You
2: know what? Maybe some of us already are. Uh, <laughs> I'm, too, I'm, I'm too old and long in the tooth to be jumping out of trees and stabbing boars. Yeah. Um, so we're talking we're talking about normal people, right? Normal people who who happen to find themselves in a catastrophic scenario or not. Um, how we can better you know condition ourselves to to have a mindset that will increase the probability of of our personal comfort or our survival just in case things go awry so this is this is a basic gist of our conversation yeah and that can happen on your daily
1: too where you're just yes uh, on a normal hike and all of a sudden you realize wait a second i'm lost And yeah, so oh, this yes. this is something that
2: can happen anytime, any day.
1: Yeah, it, it happens.
2: So whether our calamity is a large one or a small one, you know, whether we're dealing with a, a zombie apocalypse with nuclear mushroom clouds in the on the horizon or, or just a bad storm or yeah. a flood or, or something that just goes awry in our life. We have a flat t- we come down off of the trail, been hiking all day, and you know, surprise your truck tires flat. Um, so the the mental tools to deal with that are, are essentially the same, right? The more calmly that we can assess a situation, the more appropriate our mitigation measures will be, arguably. Yeah, I mean, Jason saw your Okay, so how do we do that?
0: We got a little bit of a lag going on here today. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. But Jason Sawyer frequently uh, draws attention to the fact that there's different levels of SHTF. So there's the example yeah. that you just gave, where you know you got a flat tire. It's not the end of the world, but you know you now have a situation that you have to deal with. Especially you know if you're you know in a very remote area, all the way up to like you said with a mushroom cloud from a nuclear event. Yeah. So there's all these different levels of SHTF in between. But I think if I'm understanding your point uh, correctly is that you're saying um having a consistent uh, number of things in your mindset like remaining calm and whatnot will help you get past whatever this event is
2: yes sir that's the gist of our conversation okay. so you know but the devil's always in the details isn't it um, yeah. so how do we how do we go about you know we all know what what this means um that said we don't know until the moment of truth how we're going to react to a situation you know are we going to assess the situation calmly and and plot a solution for it or are we going to run around in circles flailing our arms wailing bemoaning our fate and we are going to sit in a corner and weep we don't know that really um until we until we're put in that situation so um this is a this is a mental conditioning that we that we should be doing our entire lives it it serves us well throughout all aspects of our life, even if something catastrophic never happens to you. Just you know, life is a series of of things that you don't want to deal with quite frequently. And you know, things go wrong, things break, people are sick, you know, there's traffic accidents, etc. Um, having the right mental um, mindset really really helps us get through life in general but it definitely prepares us for it when things go awry so um, how do we how do we how do we condition ourselves to to be stronger and to be have, to have a clear survival mindset I would I would start by saying leave your comfort zone okay what that means is you know we especially those of us who live in, in developed countries um, you know our society our, our technologies have made us, very soft, you know. They've they've made sort of us averse to to exertion and discomfort. You know, we think that if our our coffee's cold, we've suffered a major misfortune. <laughs> um, you know, we're we're just too soft. We're we're house cats, essentially. We're we're house cats. Start leaving your comfort zone. Challenge yourself a little bit. What in whatever yeah. way that is for you. You know, some people might be. You know you know, physically fit and, and, uh, and, you know, go up the mountain kind of people, survivalist types. And so the bar, the bar that they need to raise is different than somebody that has a sedentary lifestyle, and sitting on the sofa, watching TV, eating potato chips. Um, but, but for all of us, you know, we should be challenging ourselves. The competition's not against other people. It's against ourselves. Yes. Start raising the bar. You begin by getting up off the sofa and walking around the block.
0: Yeah, th- that's really good advice because I can tell you for many years. You know, when I was competing in powerlifting, uh, there was never a situation where I beat somebody or they beat me because you're not directly competing against that person. You're competing
1: yeah. against yourself. You know, so that that's well said, Dan. Uh, yeah, it's it's truly a good point. And when <clears throat> when I was talking to Dan initially, and we started doing this hiking thing when he was talking about winter hiking hiking through the snow i'm like man that sounds truly miserable and uh, lo and behold it's it's some of my favorite hiking now you know pushing through the snow when it's about two feet deep and you're knee deep in snow and falling through post hole and it's it's truly an adventure because you really are challenging yourself the whole way and realizing what you are capable of and you start impressing yourself sometimes that, that's a great example, Steve. Really good example.
2: For, for the record, it is miserable. <laughs> it, it is miserable. No, it isn't. But, but for, for some reason, it, it, yeah, it, maybe it's masochism. I don't know. But frequently when, when there's a blizzard warning, you know, Steve will, will call me or I'll call him and say, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> and we head out into it to, to face the storm. And for some reason, we find that, you know, adventurous and entertaining it's therapeutic <laughs> but, i was going to say <laughs>
0: cathartic, cathartic on some level um Catholic, but,
2: yes you know J-
0: jason sawyer actually just to bring his name up again makes that point frequently when they plan uh, some of these outdoor excursions or simulations and whatnot uh they purposely do not cancel any of that stuff when it's raining because if if the, yeah. ship does hit the fan it's probably going to be crappy all the way you going to end up with crappy weather. So, you, you know, you should immerse yourself in that.
2: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, one of the point, one of the uh, 12 steps was it 12 steps we decided we had? 12 have
0: here? steps, yes. Yeah.
2: Um, one of our 12 steps is, is building rule power. We'll get to that here. Let's not jump the gun here. I, I'm, you know, there's not really an arbitrary order, but, you know, I kind of have the, the order in my mind here. So, in order to have a, a clear mind um you know physical conditioning you know our, our physical condition is is inseparable for from you know the condition of our mind it really is um so the I, importance of you know without yes go ahead Chris. no i was
0: just gonna say i had this discussion with dr jason uh dean yesterday and that that's a point that he made as well that uh, the human body was designed to move so yes lead a sedentary lifestyle then you know your body will start to it fall apart your
1: muscles atrophy rapidly yeah,
0: yeah very it's rapid.
1: it's amazing how yeah. quickly you lose that that muscle tone I mean just sitting around for a couple of weeks and boom it's gone it it right. just blows me away how fast it disappears yeah,
2: yeah so his You've been point, sitting there really, sedentary during, you know, for the, you know, holidays or something, and a couple of weeks of not getting out about, and then you decide, oh yeah, I'm going to go do a a ten mile day hike. Yeah, I can do this easy. Then you realize, whoa, you know what happened to me? I turned into a marshmallow.
0: Yeah, um, Dr. So, Dr. Jason Dean's point really was that regardless of what your um, level of physical fitness is, it's it's really a health issue. So. <laughs> you know, it's a combination of, of having some level of activity, even something as simple as walking around the block, but also, you know, our diet is, uh, saturated in sugar. So yes, yes. You know, we're all old enough to remember, you know, in the eighties, there was this massive campaign against fat, you know, we're going to take the fat out of everything. Yes. And yeah. the, er- follow the money like everything else right so sugar is refined the same way that cocaine is is refined it lights Mm -hmm. up the cerebral cortex the same way that cocaine does and it's just as if not more addictive than cocaine is so the, the taking the fat out of the foods and and making it taste horrible and putting sugar in to make it taste better was all by design to get people hooked on these crappy processed foods which is why we have this explosion of obesity across america now um you know depending on whose numbers you want to believe potentially upwards of 70 plus percent of people are are obese so uh dr jason dean's Mm -hmm. you know uh, point on all this was you have to remain active and you have to eat a reasonably decent diet to keep your head screwed on right which speaks to this topic of uh, mindset so i'll let you go from there
2: so, so yeah, so great point. Throw away your sugary drinks. It's poison. It's sweet poison. It's the it's the best thing you can do for your health. Ditch the sugar. Just throw it throw it away. Walk away from it. Take That's your ice good. cream. Toss it in the trash where it belongs, and start eating. You know, healthy. Feed, fuel your body. Fuel your mind. Um, go through your pantries and and discard all this processed garbage with all of these chemicals in it um you know you can't you just can't have a survival mindset if you're sitting on the sofa and you know too apathetic Mm -hmm. to get up or or doped out on medication or you know sitting there with your with a gallon of ice cream that you need to finish Mm. yeah start now start now and in to whatever level that that you're capable and comfortable doing um do it Just, just do it agreed it's hard to have a strong mind with the with a weak body that's what it comes down to. Yes so it is. Which, which leads to our next our next point. So training and and adventuring. So whatever that means for you, whatever whatever motivates you, whatever excites you. You know whether it's walking your dog through the woods or bowling or hunting or fishing or climbing mountains what, whatever it, that happens to be running um, do it figure out what what your passion is and, and start pursuing
1: it um, and and the, try out different things too because uh you never know what you like until you try it <laughs> because there's amazing things out there that i figured were, would be completely miserable and and i end up enjoying them so much now
0: well i think i think part of this point as well is confidence so yes if you've undertaken these activities that you enjoy. And you have to apply that skill set in whatever the scenario is. Your confidence level
1: will be much higher, which then again feeds a positive mindset. It does, yeah. Knowing what your limitations are, knowing and understanding that, you know, when when you start getting out there and realizing I can do all this and and still have energy left over or whatever it may be, but realizing it through practice, it, it really does change change your confidence levels.
2: Well, yep. knowing your knowing your limitations and your capabilities is a predication of confidence right yes um, one of one of the things that steve and i do when we go hiking aside from the you know from the fact that we like <laughs> to do it is it's a good it's a good way to condition us physically and it's a good way to test our stamina our own stamina which which fluctuates you know depending on you know what you've been doing or eating recently But it's it's a practical knowledge to have. Let's say you're driving home. You're driving home some some evening, and there's a big storm, ice storm, or tornado, or a UFO crash, or whatever. And and trees start falling across the road. You know, people might say, "Oh, that never happens." Wrong, wrong. It it happens more frequently than 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 some people realize. Um,
0: There you
2: are there you are you're not getting anywhere nobody's going to get to you trees are in front of you trees are behind you you don't have a chainsaw there you are you're you're 20 miles from home it's five o'clock in the evening knowing your capability um you know that you're not going to be able to walk home before right before dark. Yeah. it's not going to happen you're going to be overnight and in the car will will i be able to get home tomorrow in the 20 miles can i do it yes i i can do that um you're 30 miles can i can i do it no i'm going to be sleeping somewhere (laughs) you know aside the road knowing this makes you better prepared to plot a proper solution for your dilemma good points yeah can you know can you survive i know people have a romanticized notion of you know the end of the world scenarios and you know when the zombie movies were, were popular a while back you'd hear people saying, "Whoa, boy, that'd be so cool to have a zombie apocalypse." <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Yeah, it looks How so romantic. romantic in the movies, doesn't it? Could you, mm-hmm. you know, do you have the the ability to survive on a on a cold mountainside with minimal gear? Most I I would posit for your consideration that most people don't. I agree. And if they survive, they're going to suffer a lot. Oh yeah, Steve and I have suffered a lot for our <laughs> ignorance. Yes, we have. <clears throat> yeah. You know, how far can you walk in adverse conditions? Um, you know, so there's a blizzard outside and there's three feet of snow. Are you going to get? Are you know, walk twenty miles home? No, you are not.
1: Yeah, you know, do
2: you have the 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 basic skills to to survive in, in that kind of you know inclement weather? You know, don't don't wait until the moment of truth to test that proposition. Right, yeah. So the more you the more you adventure, the more you push your boundaries, the more you learn about your capabilities and limitations, your strengths and your weaknesses. So, ultimately, mm, a survival mindset requires strong willpower, and I, I think probably I think in in Recent videos, you had some discussions about about that, you know, building willpower, the the importance of willpower. I would I would uh, bring bring uh, bring up as a point of conversation, Navy SEALs, Navy SEAL training. I would dare say that every single person that that tries to become a Navy SEAL SEAL is in fantastic physical condition. You know, there, you know, none of us here. Are stupid enough to even make it a try at that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. <laughs>
2: that said, what what separates those who pass and those who fail? It, it's it's probably not their physical conditioning. It's it's their willpower. It's their ability to to say, "I'm doing this no matter what." The can-do attitude. Agreed. And so, you know, for for normal people, are we trying to become Navy SEALs? No, but willpower factors into a lot of our decisions that we make in life more often than not we take the path of least resistance right we do what's easy we Mm -hmm. you know know, giving up the ice cream or the beer or the cigarettes or whatever vice it is that you know that that you have mm, helps help strengthen your resolve you know you know yourself better than anybody else you should
0: yes Um,
2: Finding the aspects of your character and your behavior that you'd like to improve and acting upon those requires willpower, self-discipline, can-do attitude. This will see, serve you well in small things and large things.
0: Yeah, I, I distill it down to you are what you think.
2: Yeah, you are what you think. You, you truly are. You are what you believe yourself to be.
0: Yep, 100%
2: um some sometimes sometimes i will it, it's my willpower steve's steve's in better condition than i am i'm I'm an old man um and uh, when we're out when we're out on the trails <clears throat> when we're out on the trail sometimes you know it, it's it's only my willpower that enables me to even keep up with him and you know i i regret it the next day but you know in the moment <laughs> i get it so, yeah. so I think we we all understand the importance of willpower. Let's not beat that that horse too much. Um, a sense of purpose. This is our next. This is our next discussion.
0: And this is big.
2: So, this is, is big. It's really big. So when when we get up in the morning, for some people it's easy. For some people it's agony, especially if you have depression, or you know, or or you really have. Heavy things going on in your life. Finding a sense of purpose is critical to being happy in life.
0: Yeah, you, know, you have to have a reason for your feet to hit the ground running first. Thing yes, first. <clears throat> otherwise it's very slippery slope.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, so find a reason to live. Find a reason that you that that you truly believe in. You know, everybody everybody needs to decide for themselves what what that means. You know but we have to believe that our existence is mean.
0: Couldn't agree um, more.
2: I think it was, was it Nietzsche, Frederick Nietzsche said, let me see if I can remember this. Um, <laughs> he, who, he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. What oh, what he's yeah. saying that that is to say, if you have a purpose for existence, whatever obstacles stand in your way you're willing and capable of overcoming them but if there's if you if your hope if your existence is hopeless if you're a nihilist if you're apathetic and you know obstacles you know fall in your way it's easy to just throw your hands up and say "Yeah, i can't i can't do this i give up why why me you know
1: and it's for some people, it's a lot easier than others. You know, it, it very is dependent on your willpower and, and what you're capable of.
2: Yeah, I
0: think one of the things it's not really related to purpose, but uh, when you have law enforcement training, especially, but also, you know, other types of training from uh, the military, one of the top things they teach you is never give up. Cause, yes. Because once you give
1: mm-hmm. up, you're done. That's it. Yeah, that's the that's the defining mat, uh, line right there. I mean, there's right. no question about it, and that's that's all up here, and that's what they're trying to teach you the whole time. Absolutely.
2: So, so yeah, like I said, this is this is a you know, important in normal day to day life, but especially when when life throws you a curveball, you know, people that you care about die, you know, you're. If somebody in your family has a health issue, you know, you have, you have a car accident, you know, a tree falls on your house, what, whatever it is, having this, this grounded sense of purpose makes it a lot easier to get through that. If, it, if as in the as,
0: yeah, as an aside, I won't tell the story because it's long, but somebody taught me many, many years ago that good, bad or otherwise, everything mm-hmm. comes to an end. So, you know, I've, I've been yes. some pretty horrific wrecks and surgeries and whatnot, and mm-hmm. uh, you're stronger than what you think. And if you have it in your mind, this is going to end. This is going to come to an end. Yeah. Uh, you can get through it. But if you have that sense of despair, you're done. You're cooked.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah. If if you believe that this is it, this is going to be your future, That you're, that here's where the past stops. You, you've already beaten yourself. If you if you can tell yourself and believe it that this too shall pass, um, you'll get through it. You'll get through it. Mm-hmm. But having a, having having some willpower, having a sense of purpose, makes it a lot easier to make that conclusion, doesn't it? If you have a lot of you know, of painful, um, agonizing thoughts already weighing down your your psyche, you know if it's easier said than done. Not everybody is, yeah. is mentally strong. That's why we're having this conversation. No matter right. where, where you are physically or mentally, we should all be working on both of those.
1: Yeah. And that's why it's important to get out there and start testing yourself now. So that way you have that understanding.
2: So in let's, let's segue to our next point. So okay. we need, everybody needs something to believe in you need we all need faith or belief in in something right apathy is your enemy in in all aspects of life apathy is your enemy you know i'm not here to tell you some you know religious or philosophical tenet you know however you know having something to believe in that's larger than yourself um is a good foundation for mental tranquility so yeah, think- whatever that means to you, being being able to remind yourself in, in a in troubling times being able to remind yourself that of some inspiring religious tenet or you know some stoic advocation or whatever philosophy or mantra that, that you have to to power up, you know, a Taoist acceptance of you know the universal flow, whatever floats your boat man. Um, well, everybody I, needs I, I feel that we're all
0: right where we're supposed to be at every point in time. So if you, you know, have that type of mindset, um, you'll, you'll, at the very least, you walk away from every bad situation with knowledge and lessons learned. But Mm -hmm. again, I'm always fond of believing we are exactly where we're supposed to be. So
2: it's a good way to view life. And, and, you know, in retrospect, a lot of a lot of the difficult times in my life, when I thought, "Wow, why me? Poor, poor me!" Everybody, you know, behold my self pity. I look back and realize what what a fantastic learning experience that was. You know, it, mm-hmm. it made me a stronger and better person. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, believing in something is better than believing in nothing. Sure is. Yeah. And, you know, I I pause it for your consideration that. Being a nihilist is one of the worst things that you can be. You know, believing believing in nothing, having no sense of purpose, believing everything is futile. What an what an awful way to go through existence.
0: Well, and that in itself becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. It does. You're back to you yes. are what you think. So,
2: mm-hmm. you are what you think. Um, you know, the reality is. All of us will face devastating events in our lives. All of us. Um, You know, we might not, you know, there might be an improbability that we all, you know, see nuclear war, this zombie apocalypse, or whatever, these, these, uh, you know, outrageous, catastrophic events. Okay, that said, I guarantee you there will be personal events that are absolutely devastating to every one of us. Everybody that we love and care for, without exception, every one of us will 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 see people who get sick, who die. We're going to ultimately have to face our own mortal demise. Um, it, that's that's the weight of mortality. You know, accept your mortality boldly. You know, what, what is The, the, uh, uh, the uh, a coward dies a coward dies a thousand deaths in his mind. A brave man dies but once. Interesting. Um, Except we're we're all going to go, we're all going to go accept that. And uh, enjoy the ride until that point. Good advice. Um, The the great Roman general and and emperor, uh, Marcus Aurelius, um, said, death smiles on all of us. All we can do is smile back. Smile back, man. In, enjoy your time what what yeah. a what a precious miraculous fantastic experience you have living on this earth make the best of it and it's so short
1: <laughs> it, yeah
2: it it's so short slides by well, well I was in a boardroom
0: at one point in time and and this guy said life's too short and the CEO had a pretty good sense of humor he looked at him he said it's the longest thing you'll ever do <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's good. So in the moment of truth, can we remain calm? Um, that that's really what that's really what ultimately our, our goal is. Um, when we're facing, you know, hardship, whatever that happens to be, are we gonna fall apart or are we gonna keep it together? You know, keep in your head together in a stressful situation is is paramount to making it, you know, a good solution or making good judgment. Steve and I, Steve mentioned, you know, you know, getting lost. We, we roam, we bushwhack it, we get out and about and, and from time to time we do lose our bearings. And, uh, if you, if you out in that situation, you could get yourself into some serious Uh, problems yeah sometimes
1: just sitting there for a minute and uh just just to collect your feelings and your thoughts just sit down for a minute take a look around think about everything around you and and before you know it things will start making a clear path okay this is where i need to go and then go for it Yeah, I would
0: argue, though, that if you haven't put yourself in those sort of situations, that's true, it'll make it much harder to remain calm. So, you know, it's again, I like to distill things down to simple, easy to understand terms. It's like being a linebacker, seeing the same play 10,000 times before you, you react instinctively on where to be. And if you have to stop for a minute and think you're a step behind everybody else, and you're not in the play. So It's so important to do these things on a repetitive basis. Yes. You know, outdoor skills, you know, primitive skills, whatever the case may be, self-defense skills, you know, don't just buy a gun and think that you're protected. You better use the gun. And I think maybe in previous videos with y'all, I've mentioned, 70% of Floridians who are killed by gunshot wound are killed with their own gun after somebody's taken it away from them. And that happened because they didn't have sufficient training. You should not be thinking... In an SHTF moment, you should be able to rely on your instincts to remain calm and know how you're going to execute what needs to be done.
1: Um, Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's that false false sense of security.
2: False sense of security. Go ahead, Dan. You you know, not just defensive capabilities, but being being able to have a basic uh, capability of using fundamental tools like can you nail a nail into a board can you can you put a piece of plywood over your window some of us take that you know i grew up working on a farm you know i can can do plumbing and carpentry it doesn't look very wonderful but you know i can get it done um you have a hammer you have nails you have some plywood do you have some wire do you have pliers Do do you know how to do some basic repairs. Do you have a roll of duct tape, if nothing else?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it can't be fixed with duct tape, it can't be fixed. <laughs> exactly.
2: <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> right. um, but um, having, I, I say this because you know, having a calm mind, having a tranquil mind is a lot easier if you're if you're confident. You know, well, anxiety is predicated upon uncertainty, right? Um, yes we don't know what's going to happen the more the better prepared we are the less less likely we are to to you know to become agitated and panic. um if if you're kind of a hothead in general if you're if you find yourself screaming at the tv because you saw something bad on the news or throwing your remote control you know you might want to think about trying to master your emotions you know either you're the master of your emotions or or you know, they're your master, you know, ma- govern your emotions. Yeah. We, we, don't, we don't have power over all of the external forces around us. Yeah. You know, there's very little in this world that we can change or affect. But what we can do, we, we can <clears throat> be masters over the way we react to it. Yeah, Jason Sauler frequently say,
0: says, you know, don't lose your mind over things like nuclear war and whatnot because they're way beyond our control. So yeah. focus on what you can control that's in, you know, within the realm of possibilities. Yeah. And
2: and ultimately the these type of situations, if if you look out your window and there's a there's the nuclear mushroom cloud. It is what it is. Whether whether or not you you know jump up and down screaming and you know, flail your arms and go in the corner and weep, or just face it stoically. It is what it is. You're not changing it. So, you know, if you find yourself distressed over any situation, even the you know flat tire analogy, which was which is a true anecdote. Mm -hmm. You know, I came down. I'd been hiking alone all day. Came down. I was absolutely spent. And I got down off the mountain, and I looked at my truck and had a flat tire. And it was getting dark. I thought, "Well, all right, here we I go." Didn't, want to, didn't <laughs> want to deal with this, but here it is. <laughs> How you react to it is the only thing that you can that you can affect. It's your only power over a situation is your reaction. Steve and I, we we have a very poor habit of sometimes pushing the edge edge of the envelope as far as how far in on a snowy road we can get my truck. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, when we find ourselves in a predicament, which we occasionally do, we usually, we laugh and knowing with confidence that we have the tools to get ourselves out of the fix. and, and, uh, you know it's going to be a little bit of work and it is but you know we you, you could do that or you could shout at each other and you could you know you could cry and weep and it doesn't change right. your prediction right? sure doesn't so learn to remain calm learn to keep things in perspective try to be the master of your of your emotion um next uh, discussion point man i'm sorry this is starting to sound like a like a lecture <laughs> 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 you guys want to have an intermission and <laughs> eat some popcorn <laughs> some <clears throat> yeah um feed your positive mind here's our next point so feed your positive mind there there are two two wolves in your in your mind there's a, a wolf that thrives on positivity there's a wolf that thrives on negativity okay the wolf that you feed the most that will be the wolf that shall ultimately prevail. So feed your positive wolf. If you if you find yourself, you know, spending inordinate amounts of time, you know, scrolling through um, degenerate, and pernicious, you know, videos online, and that seems to be what it is these days. And you know, or watching this, ang- I call it anger porn or rage porn. You know yeah. the you know a subject that that makes people angry and and I, you know some people thrive on that you know that fight or flight surge of adrenaline they get when they you know see something that makes them angry and uh, it's not healthy it's not healthy you know you're what you're cultivating in your mind ultimately becomes what you are yeah. if you're you're filling your mind with negativity and 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 drama and, and despairing thoughts that's what you become is a negative drama queen or or sadly more often these trolls that you see you know posting cynical and and uh, hypercritical comments in in youtube videos and other social media posts it's just obvious that they've that's all they're doing they're they're bored Have no purpose they they spend time smack posting basically yeah, yeah.
0: My my favorite is somebody yourself. posting a comment on a video and and shredding the video and saying it was a waste of their time, but they still had time yeah. to, listen to still, not only the are comments, you watching, right? But yeah. if it was such a waste.
1: Yeah. yeah. Watching it and then taking the time to post that negative comment. Good for you. So
0: most of the time <laughs> what that is is somebody trying to to, to build themselves up. Uh, many, many years they're ago. Yeah, I had lunch with Lou Holtz many, many years ago, and I won't go into all the gory details, but he essentially stated that there are two types of people in this world. There are those people who elevate themselves by elevating everybody around them, and those who elevate themselves by putting other people down. And he said, the good news is you got to choice which bucket that you're in. And there's far yeah. too many people, especially these cowards and pansies who hide behind a keyboard, that try and give themselves some false sense of importance by putting other people down, threatening other people, so on and so forth. I scroll for our, through some of the comments we get and just shake my head, thinking, "Golly, you know, some people need to get a life." But anyway, yeah, And, and,
2: and, and it's a it no, it's a great that's a great point, and you know, to expand on that, I, I, I would address addressing those people in particular, and and. And you know, you know who you are. If you're spending inordinate amounts of time trolling sites and writing green cynical comments, this this topic that we that we're discussing today this this is for you. You know, start start feeding your positive mind. You know, don't yeah. don't let the wolf live in your mind. Let the positive wolf become a force of positive energy for you. And then you become a, a positive force and, and you're spreading positivity. And before you know it, those of us who wish to live in a positive world surrounded by positive people empower each other. And we all and, feel happier and, and encouraged by that.
1: And to your point exactly too, I mean, there's so much of it available. There's It's everywhere. So there's just no escape from it already. So if you start to switch that over to where you're no longer watching the negative the fear porn the anger porn all that stuff and you start to switch it over you're creating change by yourself and making other factors of life more prevalent by doing so so if people stop watching all that negative stuff and start going towards the positive that's what's going to be more available you know it it just you're just feeding the wrong wolf as you're saying yep well, best case
0: scenario, our mainstream media is infotainment. Worst case scenario, it's yes. propaganda tainment. You know, yeah, gone from over 400 independently owned news organizations in the early 80s to a handful of these mega corporations who control almost all of the mainstream media. And it's all bullshit. Every last bit of yes. it. doesn't matter where it is on the political spectrum. It's complete and utter bullshit, which is why I cut the cable many, many years ago, because it's yeah. just, that stuff will turn your brain to mush. But people people, people get addicted to it, they'll memorize and regurgitate, but they mm-hmm. won't take the time to do the research to you know think through and try and connect the dots. Um COVID would be a good example of that, but we won't go deep into that. Otherwise, YouTube will drop the hint us. That's
1: a deep <laughs> rabbit hole. Sure. But it, it's becoming it's becoming obvious too with their ratings. I mean, they're seeing their ratings dropping like crazy and other news channels that are Ah, uh, independent and and actually report news, even on YouTube. You know the YouTube ratings on some of these news channels far exceed CNN, and it's amazing to see yeah. that. Yeah, what's the well, next? There's point,
2: definitely Dan? there's a lot of hungry <laughs> positive wolves out there trying awesome. to feed feed their positivity. And uh, yeah, I I concur with you, Chris. That the best thing you can do in your life. For your mind and for your sense of well-being and happiness, turn off that damn television. Just yeah. turn it yeah. off. Turn that garbage yeah. off. Get it out of your lives. If you have young kids, be very cautious oh, yeah. about what you expose them to. The, the world is full of filth if you have not yes. already <laughs> realized that.
0: There, there's a reason that our parents referred to the TV as the idiot box. Yes. Yeah. You know. What's,
2: yep. and what's the is, next point, Dan? So next point. Fear and anxiety. So fear's a fear is a physical evolutionary a practical evolutionary trait that, that that we've developed, you know, through time. It's it's kept a lot of us from doing a lot of stupid things. It's <laughs> or know, not. But, or not. Yeah. <laughs> or, or not. <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. Steve and I, we still you know, even at this stage in life, I'd like to say that I haven't done anything stupid but that would be incorrect um uh, so I they, think I think pretty
0: much every guy at least from our generation Dan at yeah. one point or many points in time in their life have had the uh, balls bigger than the brain syndrome uh, <laughs> come into play so. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely, genuinely surprised Surprised that I that I've lived this long, quite frankly. <laughs> so, yeah. but, so, so fear can be, you know, a useful a useful thing, but it can also, right? unless we unless we have some sense of proportion and control over it, right? So once we step out of our comfort zones, you know, away from our cozy blankets and our distracting entertainment, and what it is and, we take an honest look at, at the world around us. It can be a, it can be a terrifying place, really, at a certain level. You know that you get out and see some of the big cities in the U.S., for example. Wander the streets. If that doesn't you know shock you just a little bit, then you're dead inside. Absolutely. Um, the the world is not a happy. We we should try to bring our positivity and happiness in it. But the fact is, you know, if we're being intellectually honest it's there's there's terrifying elements to our existence existential angst is a is a core part of our psyche it really is um however you know without fear without fear there can really be no bravery right if 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 you're not afraid you do something scary you're just foolhardy right
0: like like you're
2: saying boys the right. balls are bigger than brains right <laughs>
0: are, are you still being affected by that big storm out there dan because your connection is really uh keeps coming and going a lot of uh... yeah
2: it does yeah we're yeah we am i am i cutting out i'm yeah. sorry about that
0: yeah no
1: problem yeah we have a
2: really bad cloud cover
1: yeah yeah and it's important to you know, utilize the fear to your advantage, not be crippled by it. And it, it's a training tool. You know, it really is. And, and it, you know, just utilize it as that tool. So you're not doing the stupid things that you shouldn't be doing, but also not to be crippled by it. Right. Good advice. So
2: so fear and things are predicated upon uncertainty, but preparation is what gives us peace of mind and that's really to to wrap yes. that up that's what we're getting at start preparing where you feel weak where you feel vulnerable where you feel exposed do something yep. about that make your weaknesses strengths
1: yeah.
0: yeah well and again it's worth mentioning that when you practice something especially perishable skills uh, repeat, yes. repeatedly um, <laughs> you have supreme confidence cause you've been through this. You've done it a thousand times before. You're not doubting yourself. It's when people have that self doubt. Like if, if somebody, for example, uh, you know, doubts their, their steadiness on their feet and they're working on a roof or something like that and they think they're going to fall off, oh, yeah. trust this. they're going to fall off, they'll make themselves <laughs> fall off, you know, sort of thing. So it's, it's so yeah. important. Yeah. To go through all the preparation, to make sure that you have self-confidence, make sure that you have acquired these perishable skills and that you're continuing to refine them. I mean, it, guns is a great example though. You know, a lot of people buy guns yeah. and they don't get the training. They don't shoot on a regular basis. And I think you said, Steve, false sense of security because they're not, don't have any skills in that area whatsoever. And so all of these things, whether it's something radical, you know like something that could cause death like uh, working with firearms all the way to something that's relatively innocuous if you don't practice it you're not going to have self-confidence you're not going to have good abilities and you're not going to execute
2: yes yeah well said yeah can you change a tire (laughs) for for example (laughs) well before we
0: wrap up let me throw this one out there there's a there's a bunch of articles that I've read in recent years that basically say almost everybody below a certain age, somewhere, call it around 30 years old, can't read a map. So, yeah, that's scary. So yeah. if if we were to have an EMP, if a network was to go down, if their battery and their phone was to die, how do they find their way to where they need to get? Especially, you know, if they're not in a, you know, urban or well-populated area. Um, now you could be looking at a life and death situation over something as simple as learning how to read a map.
1: Yeah. And we've become so accustomed to having all that information right here. And to step away from that and try to learn on your own is scary to most people. And, you know, even I have tons of information saved in my cell phone. And if that were to disappear, I'd be, I'd be a little sad about that, but you know, so it, it is something to, Try to break that habit too. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, agreed.
0: So, uh, Dan, do you have any more points there before we wrap up for today?
2: <laughs> no. So maybe I should. Well, sorry, my things were a bit sporadic, but uh, I yeah. guess I could kind of wrap it up. So you know, know know your capabilities. Prepare your basic survival requirements, whatever that means to you. Okay. Um, you know, get your food supplies ready. All of this. Get your garden going. Work on your physical conditioning, um, and and then you're going to be building up your mental strength. You're stronger than you think you are. Yes. Keep in mind. Always keep in mind. No matter what we go through in life, you are the descendant. Whoever you are, you're the descendant of stalwart survivors. Your your ancestors were mighty heroes who stood up against everything the universe could throw against them. Um, they're mighty. They were mighty heroes. And so can you be, you are, whether you realize it or not. So find the greatness within you.
0: Uh, very, very, uh, profound. Well said.
2: <laughs> Sorry. could I get a hallelujah? How-
0: amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. From the back row. Amen. Uh, all right. Well, listen, y'all uh, appreciate you being on survival dispatch news again. Look forward to having you all back again. Uh, I don't know. I think it's about 82 degrees and sunny out here. I just want to share that with y'all. You know, I've got rain.
1: Steve's got (laughs) rain, and Dan, you got snow, and I can't. And he's losing his connection. Yeah, and his connection (laughs) just uh, took a jet. So, all right. Well, sorry about that. Appreciate
0: you guys being on the show. See y'all soon. Yeah.
1: Thank you again for having us.
0: Absolutely. And for everybody else out there, please like, comment, subscribe, share. Helps us a lot with the algorithm. And we appreciate you following Survival Dispatch News.